0: And there we are again. Yeah, Miss Lode, she is shedding the power all over the country. (laughs) But we do not complain. We accept the challenges of load shedding, and we proclaim the gospel of Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, the grace of Christ, and the love of God, on Radio Pupit and Cape Rulpit. Good morning. The Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord's Prayer As Jesus taught his disciples to pray. And perhaps... You will have this same experience that I have many a times when I hear or pray the Lord's Prayer. My thoughts go back to uh, primary school day. Well, that's many, many moons ago. I'm not sure if uh, it's still taught at school these days. I do not know. But in my days, and perhaps in yours as well, we were taught the lord's prayer at school not only in church but at school as well and we said it up out loud we we said it out loud misschien kan jy onthou die onze vader gebed of die ons vader gebed hoe ons op school geleer is, nie net by die kerk nie maar by die skole ook en in die saal inkomsten. Onthou jij? We ons het allemaal hardop saam gebid het. Ja, dalk is een stuk traditie, en dalk het die school of ook nou nie, jy het hem al gegloe, altyd waar oor uitbid, en wat het was een goeie traditie. Ek weet nie of het nou nog gebeur nie. Jesus himself gave us the words to the Lord's prayer and you find it in the gospels of Matthew and Luke Matthew chapter 6 verse 9 to 13 and in chapter 11 verse 1 to 4 in Luke in the New Testament but more specifically when one of Jesus's disciples asked the Lord to teach the disciples how to pray Christ Jesus responded by giving us the short prayer that Perfectly summarizes what Christians believe and how Christians should live. And I'm not sure if we always understand that the Lord's Prayer is a perfect and I say it perfect because it was taught by Jesus. It's a perfect summary what you and I as a disciple, as a Christian believe And how a Christian should live. It's a perfect summary of a Christian's belief and the way of life a Christian should live, the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer, also known as Our Father or Pater Noster in the Latin, it contains seven petitions. The number seven often shows to completion or perfection in scripture. And the Lord's Prayer is just that, a complete and perfect summary of godly teachings. The pater noster in Latin. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father. Our Father. Pater is a father. Noster is uh, to say our Pater. Our Father. The Lord's Prayer. And the prayer opens simply enough with an address to our Father who art in heaven. And this address in the Lord's Prayer reaffirms our core belief as Christians that God is our Father, both with us in spirit and above us in the perfect realm of heaven. And this opening address in the lord's prayer also unites christians worldwide into one community of worshipers as we pray to our father and not individually my father and that's an important uh, difference when we pray the lord's prayer as disciples of jesus christ across all barriers And sometimes, especially in the history of South Africa and other places in the world, it's very difficult for some people to think of a a worship community around the world when we come together on a Sunday morning. Say, for instance, you are a Baptist or a Methodist or you are an angelical church person or... uh, a charismatic church person or a traditional church person in one of the traditional churches the Church of England or the Church uh, uh, the Catholic Church or the uh, uh, Anglican Church or the Dutch Reformed Church or the Reformed Church or the Lutheran Church or whatever uh, uh, traditional church it's not only my church It's not my exclusive Father. It is our Father. And Jesus taught His disciples in the opening address of the Lord's Prayer that the Lord's Prayer also unites all disciples of Christ. Whatever church they may be, whatever denomination they may be, whatever race, whatever color, whatever language or culture, all over the world, all through the ages. The Lord's prayer in the opening address, Our Father, Pater Noster, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Our Father. Remember that. Our Father, not individually, My Father. With this address, the Lord had seven petitions to follow. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, give us this day our daily bread. The fifth one, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The sixth one, lead us not into temptation. And the seventh one, but deliver us from evil. The seven petitions, let's quickly run through these. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed means holy, set apart, sanctified. 1 Samuel 2 verse 2 says there is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one holy like the Lord. Hallowed be thy name, the first petition in the lord's prayer means holy hallowed sanctified put apart god's name is above all other names it is holy as god is the the epitome of sanctity or sanctity god he is holy and when we as christians understand that the Almighty Father, the creator of all the heavens and the earth, is to be revered and to be honored and praised above all else. In this petition, we pray that the entire world will recognize the holy name of God as the one true God of all, the creator and the ruler of the universe. The other day I was in an airplane and Louise and I were coming or going. To Europe and in the aeroplane there was a Muslim guy. And at 12 o'clock, he didn't mind who was looking or what people were saying. He was going down in prayer. And he prayed. And I thought, and us, we that that say that our Father, through Jesus Christ's grace, is our Father. Here we are a lot of Christians in the airplane, but we too shy, to testify even, or to pray so that others may see. When we as Christians understand something through God's Word, that the Almighty Father, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, is to be praised above all else through jesus christ our lord we pray that the entire world will recognize the holy name of god through christ jesus as the one true god of all the creator and the ruler of the universe never be shy not even in a restaurant when you go for something to eat when you receive the food To take hands and to pray. secondly, Thy kingdom come. This petition is twofold. First, we pray for the kingdom of God to take form in the here and now so that we can live in a world characterized by faith and hope and love. As 1 Corinthians 13.13 says. And secondly, we pray that the promise of a new heaven and a new earth be fulfilled. This afternoon in Spectrum, I will be speaking to Professor Moller from Johannesburg about the eschatology. We pray for the new heaven and the new earth, the promise thereof to be fulfilled. When that promise is fulfilled, The faithful will live with God in his kingdom eternally as members of a holy city in which there is no death, no crying, no pain, says Revelation 21, verse 1 to 4. The third petition in the Lord's Prayer, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It says God reigns from heaven with compassion and justice, says Isaiah 30, verse 18. His will is that we praise Him and love one another. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's will today, on this Wednesday, the 15th of March, is God's will that we should praise Him and love one another across all barriers. We know this because Jesus summarized the entirety of God's word into two commandments. Matthew 22, verse 37 to 40, Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And praying this petition is an act of selfless surrendering to the will of God. A selfless surrendering to the will of God. When I pray this petition, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I surrender myself selfless to the will of God. In particular, when we humbly request For God to give us the strength to follow His will. Not our will, but His will in living a life that glorifies Him and shows compassion and justice to others. The fourth petition. Give us this day our daily bread. Just as good food nourishes our bodies, the good news of Jesus nourishes the soul. And the Bible instructs that man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God, says Deuteronomy 8, verse 3. And in this appeal, we pray for spiritual sustenance so that we can have the fortitude to go out into the world and spread His message of the gospel, of the good news, through our words and action. And this nourishment comes from the word of God, nowhere else and from the communion with Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, who is, as John six forty-eight to 58 says, the bread of life, that comes down from heaven so that whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. The fifth petition in the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now, this section of the Lord's Prayer may be the toughest to pray, the toughest to follow. However, this request contains much wisdom. While anyone can ask to receive forgiveness, reflecting on the way we forgive others can lead us to patience and grace. That can be transformative. Hey, and I'm just thinking about Miss Load Shedding, Walsing, Matilda, all over the country. At the moment, or this very moment, my own generation going outside and i think the neighbors because it's still dark and it's cold and it's wet in pringle bay bay this morning and i think the neighbors in pringle bay think this old man what on earth does he do this time of the morning to put on the generator because it goes the whole time through the village and it's quiet the wind isn't blowing so the sound is just going we live next to the mountain overlooking the sea and it's like a reverbering over Pringle Bay. And I think many people think, Yiri Oman, what me dite time more at Tavale? In the Cape, it's still pitch dark. And the generator is grrrring. Hey. This petition to live with others. Lord, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And when I have this unction in my heart against ESCOM and everyone who stole the money and whatever the Zonderkund said Hmm. this petition of the Lord's Prayer forgive me Lord give me the patience and the grace so that I can be transformative to receive your forgiveness and to reflect to others to forgive for times when forgiving someone proves especially difficult the bible teaches us that a good time to extend forgiveness is during prayer when our minds and hearts are united with god that's the time to forgive someone when my heart and mind is united with god where do i get that mark 11 verse 25 says that by choosing to replace resentment with forgiveness we reflect God's love and mercy in our actions. And this in turn enables us to walk more confidently towards God, who wants our every step to be towards Him. The sixth petition in the Lord's Prayer, lead us not into temptation. Temptation can cause us to sin and lead us away from God in ways that, that we even cannot express. God does not lead us to sin, never. We do that all, all the sin we do, it's on our own because of the free will of our Creator that He gave us. But our God is faithful and promises to provide a way out of our own self-will of any temptation that we may face. Go and read 1 Corinthians 10:13. That's the truth on which this principle is based. In this supplication, for when we ask not to lead us into temptation we acknowledge that our free will brings with it human weaknesses and to overcome those weaknesses to overcome those weaknesses we pray here in the Lord's prayer in the sixth petition for God to extend His guiding hand over us and grant us the discernment to grant us the discernment necessary to steer clear of temptation and sin. And the last petition is this. But deliver us from evil. This petition covers the many times that we do fall prey to temptation and sin. And during these times of the entanglements in sin... If we continually seek the Lord, says Psalm 34 verse 4, He will answer us and deliver us from all our fears. Go and read it. Psalm 34 verse 4. That's the principle of God's holy word. God will answer us, deliver us from all evil, and deliver us from all our fears. You know, in this appeal we ask during those times when we are in sin, that the Almighty Father will reach down and liberate us from the evil's grip. This petition, the seventh one in the Lord's prayers, also for protection, as we ask God to protect us from the devil's grasp in all future circumstances. I I just pray that this would mean something to you this morning. The Lord's prayers much more than a handy guide, or a prayer saying out loud when we come together wherever. It's much more than a handy guide on what to pray when no other words come to mind. So many Christians think that the Lord's Prayer is there when no other words come to mind when you pray. Then you pray the Lord's Prayer, that's the handy guide, the prayer if we meditate on each petition that we just went through, serves as a moral compass that reveals the best way to go before the Father in requesting His guidance and protection. And the Lord's Prayer focuses on our thoughts. It focuses our thoughts on what is important in life by summarizing all that we must do to be Good and faithful servants, says the word. Namely, revere God, accept His will, know His word, love each other through forgiveness, and resist evil. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven.